Hey everybody, welcome to the Irregular Search for Truth. I'm Scott. And I'm Sachin. And we're still searching. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, start over, start over. Start over. Hey everybody, welcome to the Irregular Search for Truth. I'm Scott. I'm Sachin. And we're still <laughs> searching. So... What's new, Sachin? You had a birthday. I have a birthday. Today is your birthday. Today Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How old are you? I am 31. All right. Yeah. That's not so bad. It's a prime number. Oh, okay, that's good to it's know. Also, it's also the most, the highest uh, number that you represent with only five bits. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody out there in nerddom is like, oh yeah, well we knew that. Well, actually, I might be wrong. Hold on, I see two, four, eight, sixteen. Yeah, yeah, five bits. Five bits. Ooh, now I'm. Oh god, am, am I embarrassing myself on the air? I need to do this on paper. I think you're embarrassing yourself. Yeah. Okay. This is one. No, no. Uh, well, three, uh, anyway, seven, fifteen. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good. Well, at least you didn't just embarrass yourself. <laughs> uh, anywho. So, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, do you feel any different? I don't, actually. I think this is one of the first ones where it's just like, yeah, same thing. Because I think, you know, I mean, it's funny whenever you talk about age in front of people to a wide audience, like birthdays and stuff like that. Like, some people are like, oh, I'm so old or whatever. And it's like... You, I feel like you sound like an idiot whenever you say that because it's like if there happens to be anybody listening who's older than me they'll be like oh god these 31 year olds think that they're so special you know because <laughs> oh and I, I was about to say like yeah I turned 30 last year is kind of a big milestone it's like what if we have a 45 year old or a 50 year old listening and they're like oh god what an idiot you know like 30s <laughs> he thinks he's so self-important because he's reached 30 it's like that's nothing you know and then the people who are listening who might be like 17 or 18 they're like oh he's so old you know, like, turns me off because it's like, I don't even want to listen because he likes going to talk about, like, dinosaur grandpa stuff, you know, like, from the <laughs> 1980s or whatever. When I was, I, when I, when I was growing up, like, the first thing I learned was, like, Pokemon or, like, the 90s or whatever, you know, so. But anyway, to get to the, the long story of the short story, which I did, uh, it's not any different. And I don't think there's a, yeah, I'm just 31. That's it. It's cool. Yeah. I think that's actually kind of, the question that I posed to you is kind of a silly question because, uh. If you do feel different from the day before, <laughs> there's something wrong with you. It's like it's like oh my god, I turned uh, you know, today I turned uh, 17 or 45 or whatever. It's like okay, unless you just got diagnosed with a major disease or somebody in your family died or you were hit by a car, uh, you shouldn't feel any different. Well, you know, actually, uh, I have a little topic that is a sort of a segue maybe into this. Okay, so. The thing, I made a little note of it, let me, write, let me read it here for you. Um, it is to do with, like, okay, why would it feel different on your birthday? Like, can you think of a birthday on which you would feel different? Uh, the birthday after I put my hand through the pasta carver. Why? Because my hand was cut. No, I, um, was there a birthday when I did feel different on my birthday? Yeah. Uh, probably the first birthday where I was drunk the night before, I did feel different the next day because I was horribly hungover. Okay, I was but, looking for a different answer. I, uh, I think there's a pretty obvious, at least 
two obvious answers. There's two obvious answers. Your 21st birthday and your 16th. Exactly, birthday. exactly, yeah. right? Because it's like something changes, right? It's like a milestone. Not only is it a milestone for 21, because it's like kind of a, a young age, but it, like I don't know. I guess it's not at all a milestone except for the fact that you can drink. Yeah. And then you know when you when you're 16, a lot of times, maybe not for you, or may, and definitely not for me, but a lot of people get their driver's license on the age of 16, mm-hmm. or they they know that they can get it, which is almost more important, right? Right. right. Well, uh, I don't know if knowing you can get it is more important than getting it. But um, no, I mean, like for in order in, in as when it relates to how you feel about it. Okay. You know, yeah. like or like when you turn 18, for example, right? It's like right. okay, I'm officially an adult now legally, and I could buy cigarettes. I don't smoke, but I could do that. Like I could just walk <laughs> into a store and buy anything I wanted to if I if just because I'm 18. And it's like okay, cool. Like I can go into the bad section of the bookstore or I can go like uh, vote now you know like I mean 18 is just like 18 21 16 these are numbers that's like oh there's like an uh, association of maturity which comes with it I, I beg to to differ uh, just on your choice of words I don't think there's an association of maturity but I do think that there is a you could say there's definitely a uh, uh, well there's a legal difference Right, you know, or, or a recognized uh, difference of your role in society, maturity. Uh, I don't know. That's well, that's I mean, a that's a concept that I think. Uh, uh, I mean, different people will have different understandings of the word, but I'm I'm gonna say for me, my concept of maturity is really more of a uh, uh, self awareness and uh, an awareness of your place and your responsibility in society. Uh, and so, I mean, I, I have known, you know, people who I, I've thought like, oh, well, this is a really mature 17-year-old. And then I've known like 45-year-olds who I thought were really immature. For sure. But I, I guess I'm just thinking like, you know, when sometimes when you come into an organization or a group mm-hmm. and they all have an assumed sort of like a responsibility or age or, or a kind of like accomplishment, mm-hmm. it brings you up. It kind of lifts up your sort of like expectation for yourself and your actions, you know. And it's like when you join the ranks of people who drive – or when you join the ranks of 21-year-olds or 18-year-olds, you feel like, oh, like, okay, I'm kind of like, I'm coming up here. I'm, I'm, I'm here now, right? And like, you know, and like maybe that's why, especially for the big ones, like 30 and 40 and like 50 and like, I mean, obviously forever, right? But I mean, especially like 20 and 30, like when you're 20, it's like, okay, like these are like the mid-20s, like the 20s are kind of like that first year where you could do whatever you want. You could drink, you could like, you know, you could do anything you, you want to do. Like you've graduated college or whatever it is you want to do. You can work. You can buy a house, you can do all this stuff, and you're kind of leaving your parents' umbrella. Mm-hmm. Whereas before that, it's not necessarily expected that you do that. I mean, it's common, but like if you're 17 and you live at home, that's totally normal, mm-hmm. right? But if you're 23 and you live at home, it's not bad, but it's like, maybe it's time I move out. And it's it's a hint, it's a social hint that like, hey, maybe, you know, like these are things that your friends are doing, and it's like almost like, oh, it's a rite of passage, right? And when you're 30, a lot of people at times are thinking about, you know, get married and like, you know, taking on more responsibility at work or taking, have, playing a larger role in society or something like that, you know, and thinking about like maybe having a family or something like that. Not that you have to and not that you should or shouldn't or whatever, but it's just like, oh, it's interesting that I'm joining the ranks of people who are parents or people who are business owners. Okay. I, I, I would, I would uh, just sort of counterpoint. I would say that. Oh, you would. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would say. <laughs> I would say that uh, it's not so much the the number of your birthday, but you know, uh, if 
if you get married, maybe you'll be thinking about uh, uh, joining the ranks of people who have a family. Or if you're, you know, you have a, a steady significant other, maybe you'll think about joining the ranks of the people who are getting married. Exactly. But exactly. sort of irrespective of the the so number I, I, of years you've got. And you're right, and that's kind of why I was saying it's like this sort of loose association with, you know, the people you're associated with. And like by de facto, it's a number that you're associating yourself with people. I'm associated with people who are 20 years old now, or 31, or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is, right? If you join a group at your work, and for some reason, you were, you, when the group you started in that work was all single people, mm -hmm. right? And then, but then you got bigger responsibility, you went to a group who happened to have older people in it, and they were all married. Hmm. You might start, your attitude towards things might just change because you're surrounded by these people. It's like, oh, I, I guess there are a lot of people who have wives and responsibilities. <laughs> I'm not just like carefree bachelors. Maybe I shouldn't go get hammered every night. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like things like that. Just, And so from there, this, this kind of comes back to what I was saying in my point, which I have not said yet. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry to delay. No, no, it's my fault. Here it comes, people. So... Does life seem slower or faster? You know how sometimes people say, "Oh, it's, it, it seems to be slowing down, or it seems to be quickening up, or mm. you know, going faster." Especially as we get these older birthdays. Okay. You know, when you were 15 and 16, it's like, "Oh man, I can't wait till I'm 17," or "I can hardly wait till I'm 18," or "21 seems so far away." And now it's like, "Where did my 20s go?" Yeah. yeah. What the? I have my 31 now. Oh my god. You know, what have I done with my life? All this, like, you know, all these questions, right? That people right. may or may not have for good reason or not, you know? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's, what do you think? I have my own take on it, but, like, do, is life going faster or slower? The obvious answer is no, because the sun goes around the earth at a certain speed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we all know that, you know, speed is relative. Not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. No, but it, you, it's up to you. Like, what do you think? Like, uh... When we say life is going so quickly or slowly, why is that? And, uh, you know, what's your take on that? Uh, all right, here's my take. I think that uh, when you're a kid and, uh, and something you want is an hour away, mm. that is a really, really long time. And uh, when you're an adult and something you want to happen or whatever is an hour away, it's really not that much time. And uh, or you know you could say your life is seems to be moving faster. I'm like, oh, what what the hell has happened to the last year, you right, know, or, right. or whatever. I think it has to do with uh, the the fact that you have more years of experience, more time under your belt, when uh, in comparison to what you're looking at in the future. So uh, you know, say you are a five year old, and uh, you have to wait uh, ten months until. Uh, your next birthday, um, that's almost a fifth of your life that you have to wait until that awesome sixth birthday. That's true. And when you are a 50-year-old and you have to wait, say it's, you turned 52 months ago, you have to wait 10 more months for your next birthday, you're like, well, that's not really much compared to what I've lived, you know? And it's sort of... Uh, I think it's similar to to when you uh, see couples of uh, different ages, right? You know, right? Like uh, if when you are, I've always thought like if you are someone in your mid twenties and you're going out with somebody who's like seventeen, right? Eighteen, you're kind of a skis ball. <laughs> all right? Well, okay, like, yeah, sure. And, and the reason is, all right, even even if you know it's a mature eighteen year old or whatever. Uh, uh, 
they've only had a very short amount of time at that level of maturity compared to the potential that you've had you know say you're 25 or something like that and you're going out with an 18 year old there's a seven year gap and that seven year gap in comparison with the younger person's life is much bigger compared to the seven year gap uh, where you know where you are right it's not as big as if you have a seven year gap when you're talking about a 31 year old dating a 38 year old have you heard about the uh, half your age plus seven theory yes but I've always been a proponent of uh, one one hundredth of your age plus 17 <laughs> no, <laughs> but you were just saying that I know I, that was a joke oh Wah. you know jokes usually they're funny yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the half your age plus seven is basically you take your, especially from the guy's point of view, I think, you take, because usually the men are older, but uh, you take your half your age and then you... Not always, my friend. Not always, not always, but uh, as of, you know, as of the past, I think things are changing. Mm-hmm. But uh, like if you were a 36-year-old man, for example, you would take uh, half of that, which would be 16. 18. 18. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to pick a hard number. Which is not that hard, actually. No, 36 no, divided even. by 2. 18 plus 7. 25. 25. So, so you could you could date somebody who's 25. Would you were 36? Which is actually on the edge. But it's like, that's the thing. It sets an edge, right? Mm-hmm. That's edgy, I think, for a 36-year-old to date a 25-year-old. But but 24 is like, whoa, that's over the line. Like, okay, whoa, <laughs> whoa, right? So mm. and like any like anywhere below that like 36 year old dating a 21 year old that's just like what are you doing like what what is your what you, what is your problem and what's her problem like what's yeah. going on right yeah well that's I think that's often the issue and you know what what you're really looking at is not so much I mean because you know she's 20 years old 21 years old she's an adult right of course of course but I mean, she uh, legally and yeah. so it's not like the guy's doing anything illegal but she's obviously looking you know for something that. It, maybe guys in her age group aren't providing or maybe she's sort of I don't know may, maybe she's sort of looking for something kind of weird in well I think there's something or, I mean there's something know. weird from both ends right? yeah, like, yeah. Well, I mean I, it's funny because I'm 31 now which is it's weird because like that's actually not that far from 36 so you could date a 23 year old which I mean I don't think room. I'd even do that at this point you what know? if she was super cool I mean, you know, obviously there's no hard and fast. Like, you know. <laughs> I think you just said a hard and fast rule, though. Have your age plus seven. That is the rule. Uh, <laughs> so and if she, sounds so I mean, pretty hard and fast. No, but 23 is 23 is okay, though, right? Okay, so what about 22 and a half? I'm like, no. Oh, what I would sorry. do is I would wait six months. Sorry, baby. <laughs> I just like, what come if, back to me when you're but 24. But what, like, what if some, you know, really uh, charming 29-year-old picked her up in the ensuing six months? Then it's probably better. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if and, and like if she has the patience to wait six months for my arbitrary and uh, just weird rule, then a she is suited to me, and b that's great because she can <laughs> she can wait, right? Uh, if she can put up with my ridiculous and arbitrary rules, then uh, she has something to get used. To. She doesn't get any, She doesn't have anything to get used to when she uh, ends up hanging out with me. Okay, all right then. Well, but, so that that's a good rule for you then. I think it's a good rule for everybody. All right, and well, I will judge them. Okay, all right, then that's a good rule for us to judge people by. Yeah, I think so. I Maybe mean, um, not everybody's going to obey it. Especially oh, like that's the, true. Uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, what I was, I mean, so you said something about basically time goes faster because 
relative to your age, yeah, it just it doesn't seem like it matters as much anymore. Well, I don't know if it it doesn't seem like it it matters as much, but it's like you've got, uh, you know, I could say, oh man, the last year has flown by. Right. Well, that's in comparison to the previous, you know, twenty eight years, uh, twenty nine years. Uh, but I, but, uh, have you ever seen a certain segment of time that? Uh, goes faster, and then you have a segment of time that goes slower, and then it goes fast again. Or by, yeah, I by, mean, I think I think your sort of perception, and and okay, yeah, yeah. So by your logic, that would never happen. No, no, I'm just saying I think that might be one reason for that perception to be something okay, uh, yeah, continuous. Yeah, I think yeah. another factor is when you uh, settle into a routine. Yeah. Things tend to go, you know, right, vibrate quickly. Now, when, I, oh, sorry. I, I was thinking, uh, I. Uh, I spent the first six, no, first four and a half months or so of this year unemployed. We all heard. Got a got a pretty you know regular routine of being bored and <laughs> uh, looking for jobs and and whatever. And you know suddenly it was like late April May, and I was like, oh my God, what has happened to the first you know four months of this? Then I get this job. I go up to Idaho for you know I, between Washington and Idaho for two months. And it's like that being such a radically different experience, not nearly as much routine or anything like that. Uh, it was like that was a much more fulfilling time. It seemed longer, you know. It was like it, my time was filled up with different stuff, as opposed to right. the, the I see routine, that, yeah. you know. Yeah, and yeah. so it seemed like, oh wow, that was only that was only two months. It seemed like longer, you know, not in a bad way. It just it was like it was so full. Whereas the previous four four and a half months were pretty empty. So I mean, that's kind of funny because they have the expression "time goes by when you're having fun." It flies. And it then, flies when you're having fun. But you're but you were saying. I'm saying that I'm not saying it, it didn't fly, but I'm saying that I had more diverse experience to fill it with, mm. and I think that that. I mean, maybe, maybe you know, the the time perception isn't uh, isn't as much as you know it. It was. Uh, it's more intense. You're paying more attention. Yeah. Know? Okay. So here's my theory, and which is kind of, I think it kind of fits into yours a little bit. But what I was thinking about was I think like what it has to do is with the time between milestones. Hmm. Like, and it's kind of what you're saying. Like when you're young, every year's a milestone. You know, like every year, like. Your parents might say, oh, like you might ask them, oh, can I get a bike? Like, okay, when you turn five or what? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure what age it is, you know, but it's like, oh, can I do without training wheels? Oh, when you're six. Oh, can I like go to the park by myself? Maybe when you're eight. Mm-hmm. Can I go to this person's house by, or can I do a sleepover? Oh, maybe when you're nine or 10. I, I don't even know what the ages are for mm-hmm. these things. But every year is like this milestone. Even when you're in high school, every year you're doing a new subject, you know, and you have a whole new set of teachers. And there's a whole set of responsibilities and opportunities like after after school and dances and things like that, varsity, junior varsity, you know, band and things, accomplishments like that, where it's like, it seems like, wow, we're really, every year I'm get, more and more milestones are happening and like my life is really changing from one year to the next. And you can look back from your senior year to your freshman year and it's like, wow, I can't believe I was just doing elementary algebra or elementary math when I'm doing calculus now, you know, or I can't believe I'm writing these interesting essays which are like multiple pages long and like mm-hmm. my freshman year I was just writing like five paragraphs mm-hmm. you know things have come really far away, a long way and so it seems like my life has really gone right mm-hmm. like a long distance but and college is the same way right 
although maybe from college, like college it's a little less like that because you know maybe you'll spend five years in college or you'll have classes with people who are your junior to you or senior mm-hmm. to you because you're a little ahead or whatever right so it's like it kind of goes at a slightly slower pace and then when you graduate from that when you graduate from college and let's say you don't get a uh, go to grad school you just stay in the working world and go just work then then it's like okay I got my first job that's really awesome and then maybe you get your first promotion in a year mm-hmm. but then it slows down right after right. that like and kind of what you're saying you get this routine and it's like okay there's nothing happening now right I mean, I'm not graduating anymore I'm not gonna graduate ever again mm-hmm. or at least until I go back to school so maybe five years could go by mm-hmm. right and it's now up to you to put life milestones in your life outside of school you know and like girlfriends or trips Mm-hmm. or experiences somehow other otherwise professionally related or something like that. And so... What Spice I was, up your life. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, you know, if you think that your life is boring or slow or whatever, and this is kind of, like, where I don't want to be, like, this annoying guy, and I don't want to have to list, come back and listen to my own podcast in 10 years and want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> because I think I've, like, figured it out. <laughs> but I was thinking that, like, maybe if you don't want your life to slip away or you don't want to feel like oh my god where did the last 10 years go you have to owe it to yourself or like make a conscious effort to say I need to make milestones for myself I need to somehow always be learning or always be pushing myself so that every year or every two years I have some sort of big accomplishment where it's like wow I'm really like I did that or like that was pretty big even even if it was like something small or like I moved across the country you know something kind of life-changing almost Mm -hmm. or some some goal of personal development or achievement. Yeah, because, you know, in school, it's almost handed to you or forced to you. You know, right, it's like right. for 12 years, it's like every grade you graduate, you know, and it's like, you know, I remember I, you know, I had this really weird recollection of sixth grade or actually the day before the first day of sixth grade. Hmm. And, you know, when I, the school I went to, a lot of schools are different, it seems like, but uh, the school I went through, it was one through six in elementary, and then it was seven, eight, junior high, mm-hmm. and then nine through 12 in high school. Hmm. So my, the day before I went to sixth grade, I remember like being kind of excited and like, wow, I can't believe I'm going to be a sixth grader tomorrow. Like I'm going to be the oldest class at school, you know? Yeah. It was so exciting. And the first day before I went to junior high, like it was like, oh my God, I'm going to this different school. Lockers and like yeah. I'm going to school by myself and all this stuff. It's like so amazing, right? But that doesn't really happen so much anymore, right? And it's, you don't get that yearly renewal. Yearly, and it's not foisted upon you by like just, oh, I have to go to school. You know, my mom's right, making right. me go to school. Now it's like, oh, I work every day. I mean, I mean, I personally do that. Not everybody does that. Some mm-hmm. people, you know, they like work as freelancers or whatever it is. But I mean, me personally, I just work every day. There's not necessarily any, any new things. Every once in a while, maybe there'll be a new project or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that you might have to force yourself to say, I'm going to take this on. Or I'm gonna do this new project, or I'm gonna like move across the country, or I'm gonna go climb this mountain, you know, or mm-hmm. run a marathon or something like that. And if you keep pushing yourself, then maybe life will be more interesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to like look at here, listen back on this and kill myself in ten years. So I hope I'm not being totally like. You know. <laughs> hey, every you know we're willing to consider every theory. Every theory is valid until it's disproven. Uh... <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like sometimes you hear people and you're like, or like you listen to like your like little cousins or whatever talk or like younger children mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, this is the way it is. You're like, oh, you are so naive. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody's listening to us right now and, and saying that we're so naive. That's, Maybe. I mean, that's, that's probably, you know, because it's like, it's funny that we go through these life experiences, you know, and it's like, I'm sure every person has gone through this age where they turn 30 or 31 or whatever. And they're like, they look back at the last decade or the last 10 years of their life. They're like, 
wow, what happened, you know? And then, <laughs> you know, and then it's like, but that's just life. Yeah. Right? It's like, it, it goes. And you don't just, it's not like, I mean, I'm not the only person who's felt like this. In fact, I'm sure more people have felt like this, you know, worse than I have. I mean, I'm pretty happy with what happened. But some people are like, oh, man, where did 20 go, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. and then people are looking back at 30 and like, where did 30 go? And where did 40 go? You know, and it's like, I, do I have the answers to making life meaningful? <laughs> <laughs> well, what that I mean that that brings up another question though. It's like you know what what are those things that do? I mean, what does make the life meaningful? And and uh, do you think that there are some answers that are you know I I think that it's it's one of those things where you gotta you gotta keep searching and stuff. But I think that sometimes we're handed answers that are not really good answers they're they're you know in in some ways they they're not as valid you know i think i think some people when they look back at and their 20s have passed and they're like oh my god what happened to my 20s right i didn't party enough right or something and it's like and it's like that i don't think that that's really an important thing and you're not and if that's something that really you're thinking about like you got to reevaluate something uh but I don't know. That's just that's just my opinion. One one man's opinion. I like what what are those milestones and stuff that that you do find value in and uh, and should we find value in? Uh, I am I am a rejecter of uh, uh, relativism. <laughs> so you're rejecting your relativity. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm rejecting that. Uh, no, I don't know. That that might be going too far. I may have I may have overstepped what I've what well, I've thought. I mean, you are almost at the end of your decade here, right? Right. Um, right. What? I will be thirty soon. All right. So you're coming to the close of it, right? right. I mean, can you look back? Can you think back? Maybe I'll give you a little. Maybe I'm putting you on a spot, but it's like, can you look back to your twenties? Because you probably graduated from college when you were twenty-one. I was twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. So you had eight complete years out of like college. Probably. Out of college. And like, I mean, when you look back. I mean, obviously, I've, I know I've, I think I know you well enough to say that you probably don't think, oh, what have I done, or why didn't I do this, or whatever. You probably don't have a lot of regrets. I've pretty much kicked ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you feel like it kind of slipped by, or are you like almost tired of your twenties and you're ready to move on to a new decade, or like, no? I how mean, do you feel go, about it? Going back, I think to to what I said at the beginning, I don't think it's in. I don't feel any different. Like no, I don't think saying... when I'm when I turn thirty, it's not like I'm gonna be like, oh. What has happened? You know, I I like I would say you know like there have been times when I'm like oh what is what you know I I just let that month go by I didn't do anything worthwhile, and honestly like this year has probably been the most trying year of my twenties because I have not had significant projects uh, to to work on for a good amount of it, you know uh, uh, being coming back from South America back uh, at the beginning of the year. And uh, and finding myself unemployed, and I was fine with that at first. I was looking for work, but uh, but you know, not pursuing too much for those first few months outside of just looking for work. That is probably the one, excuse me, the one period of time uh, where I was uh, where I probably should have been like, oh, get off your butt and do something else, you know. Uh, well, what have you, I mean, can you think back on the last 10 years and th- say, like, uh, what have you done? Like, I mean, a comp- like, what's your CV? What's your resume? Like, in terms of not like job, but just like, you know, mm-hmm. have there been any milestones other than graduating college? Yeah. Yeah. You want a list? Yeah. All right. I was in the Peace Corps. 
Because that's like, I guess that's a two-year milestone, right? That's, yeah. Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's a little over two years. I traveled all over South America uh, for several months. I, uh, I did a master's degree, and I did a program that takes some people, you know, several years and tore it out, you know, I, in a year. I, I feel, you know, I feel like, uh, sure, there have been times when, when, you know, I could have been doing more or something, but I, I would say... Uh, Generally, I feel okay about my 20s. Uh, But, I mean, that said, I don't, you know, I don't tend to allow uh, the distinctions that we find on magazine covers uh, to, you know, to really sort of dictate to me where my milestones should be. You know, of like, course not. Of course uh, not. I mean, I, but I think it's. I guess what I will say is like maybe I have. Like I think it's a really easy trap to fall into. Okay. Know? Yeah. You know, and like I also try to think like, okay, I'm not going to listen to magazine covers and like talk shows and like you know, I'm 30. I'm so old. Like I don't think that. I feel mm-hmm. the same. I feel awesome. Like because I can do whatever I want. Especially if you live in San Francisco, where everybody here is at least like 28, 30. You know, it's <laughs> like I feel like if you go to another city and you try to go out to a bar and you're 28 or 30. You look around, you're like, oh, I'm just so old here. You know, like if you go to San Diego or if you go to like a, a college town, mm-hmm. you know, I think you might end up feeling a little old because you're surrounded by people who are younger, right? Right, right? And I think maybe it's that it's that sort of environment that makes people question themselves. Mm-hmm. Or like when you hear about, like, you know, you'll watch football. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, oh, this guy just came out of like Louisiana State, you know, university. He's a 23-year-old freshman. Or, I'm sorry, a 17-year-old freshman. You're like, he's 17? Yeah, yeah. I'm 31, right? (laughs) Or like, oh, yeah, he was born in like 1993. Like, what? (laughs) Like, how is that possible? That guy's going to make a lot more money than that. You know, or like you you hear about people who are like, yeah, like making a ton of money, who graduate, who were born in the year you graduated high school. You know, Mm -hmm. things like that. You're like, I think, I don't know, maybe it's not natural, but... I think there's a tendency, and like, you know, I don't think I'm above this. It's like, wow, that guy has kicked some major butt in life, you know, and like, have I? And it's like, yeah, okay, when you think about it, like, okay, I'm pretty happy with where I am, you know, and I don't know if there's anything I could have done different, so I don't necessarily have any regrets, but it's so weird to think that, like, I feel like I've always been the youngest person, but now when I look at the TV, you know, all the sports starters are actually about as old as I am or younger than I am. Mm-hmm. You know, and like it's little things like that. When you look around, you just start noticing that people are not necessarily older than you anymore. Yeah, or younger, or yeah, yeah older, yeah, right? Yeah. You're not the youngest person anymore. It's like you when you went to the bar when you're 21. It's like, oh, this is awesome. I'm just gonna get drunk. And I didn't do that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like there was an excitement, right? There was right, like right. this novelty, this excitement. Something could happen, right? When you go to a bar, when you go to a party, it's like it's gonna be exciting. Things will be out of control. And maybe you know, and I'm I'm the last person to be out of control. I mean, I, you know, I get I get to have some fun, but it feels like whenever I went to a party in college. It was like something could happen. And not something like somebody might drop a cup. Something might happen. You know, like, like a couch might be burned. You know, or like somebody might be thrown out of a window. You might fall in love. That might happen. You know, you might meet somebody. With you, an animal. That, I, I mean, it depends on where, what state you're in. I <laughs> Some quadruped. And you. Wow. <laughs> Wow! Not, not that that happened to me. I don't <laughs> recommend that happening to you either. So you got something against uh, uh, bestiality? 
Oh, I thought. Yes. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you meant quadriplegic. Quadruped. <laughs> oh, that would have been even more offensive. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. Uh, I was... No. no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like, so there's this excitement, right? And like, as you grow older, and I mean, now that I'm 31, you know, I go to a bar and it like, it has not yet dawned on me, but now that I'm talking about it, it will. <laughs> that I'm not necessarily the youngest person here. By 10 years, you know? <laughs> it took you 10 years to realize well, that. No, but I was 21 at the time. What I'm saying is, like, well, by 10 years... It took nine years to realize that. <laughs> but by 10 years, I'm not... The, but, I mean, the thing is, in San Francisco, the city that we live in, mm-hmm. everybody here is, like, some kind of late 20s, early 30s, you know? And then I don't think it's so necessarily uh, a given that you'll even be married or have a girlfriend at the age of, um, you know, like, 28 or 30 or 35 even. Whereas I feel like if you grew up in the Midwest... You know, there'd be a lot of pressure. That... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, like, for example, when I was working up in Idaho, I went to, uh, after, you know, after my job was over, uh, but before I flew back, went out uh, with my coworker to uh, to a bar there. And I was actually kind of uh, pleasantly surprised that, like, the whole spectrum of ages was at the bar, you know? It was not a bar for 30-year-olds. For it was a bar for everybody. You know, and and I mean, and and also I, I think that that might just be like the places that you go to in this particular part of the city, because honestly, like under my building, there's a bar and you walk in there and it's like mostly, you know, 50 year olds. Maybe, really? Or something okay. Like that, you okay. know, so I, I but yeah, I, I do know what you're talking about within certain boundaries of, you know, be it maybe, you know, neighborhoods or, or types of places there. There's definitely you walk in, there's a vibe. Of a certain age group. No, I mean, or, I, mean yeah, I will. I will. I will uh, I've said that I've seen the older thing, but I've been around the city a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not like Mr. San Francisco or whatever, but like I think unless I'm like r- hanging right around University of San Francisco or University of uh, the State, mm-hmm. you know, San Francisco State, you don't see a lot of young people, mm-hmm. right? I mean, by young people, I mean like 19, 20, 21, 22, right, mm-hmm. or 23 even. You know, like you see kind of older people. I feel like, and I think it's just. Well, you see, like, more working people. Yeah, I mean, because San Francisco is an expensive that's city, That's because it's expensive, right? yeah. But if you lived in uh, L.A., San Diego, like, any of the other cities in California, San Jose, you know, the Bay Area, like, in general, besides San Francisco proper, I think you would see a little more spread. Well, I don't know. I think, I mean, like, I haven't I haven't been there in a while, but I remember going to a bar or two in the marina and, and feeling this is a particular district of San Francisco, in case anybody outside of San Francisco is listening. And I remember thinking that, oh, this is like more like a college bar, yeah. you know, or yeah. like this is a bunch yeah. of kids, yeah. basically, and, or, yeah, or that, you know, a fraternity house. And that's what, when I go to those bars, it's like, wow, I just kind of feel old. Like, I'm just kind of yeah. like slower or lamer. It's like, I don't want to do these crazy things anymore. Like, if I go to a party, I don't really want a couch to be burned. <laughs> or I don't really want, you know, somebody to be pushed in the pool. Or I don't really want, like, something to, like, funny and disastrous to happen. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of just wanted to have fun, but not, like, be crazy. Did I ever tell you the most disastrous and odd uh, party story that, that came out of college for me? No. All right, this is one to, uh, we got time for this. Um, unless you want to no, keep no, talking no, about no. this. All right, so I uh, went to school down in San Diego. There's a big military presence down in San Diego. Uh and I went to this one party where I didn't know too many people. Like I knew, you know, the guy who had, had invited me, and and and, but not a lot of my friends were. I guess I I was the only one from my immediate group of friends who went to this party. Um, so I didn't know too many people. I was like, oh, whatever. I'll get a drink. I'll meet some people, and you know, it'll be interesting. It was it was late in the college career, so like the novelty of the big party had kind of worn off. Right, right. But uh, but so I go in, and uh. And, you know, get a beer. I see some folks I recognize sort of chatting, you know. And, and it was, you know, a house party. So there's, like, 
there's like a keg in the garage and yeah. then there's like living room and then there's the kitchen activity where there's like mixed drinks and then there's backyard and and you know it's kind of got party circular movement you know where yeah. you can kind of rotate between these rooms but uh in the living room there's this guy and he's this huge burly guy and he's uh he's of uh, uh like definitely sort of military crew cut and whatever and he is drunk kind of like, aggro like well i mean you, you can't tell at first but you just see like a very big big buff dude and the man is not at all sober right <laughs> and uh and so i uh somehow i end up you know talking to the guy he's like uh he's like who are you i'm like hey i'm scott he's like he's like i'm ramses <laughs> i was like all right first of all ramses is the best name for a guy like you uh and uh at the and, and i'm like oh all right where, where are you from man he's like i'm from benicia Whoa. And I was like, oh, I know where Benicia is. I grew up, you know, I grew up up in the Bay Area. And, and he's like, fuck Benicia. <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, all right, you know, uh, uh, whatever. I would say I spent about 10 minutes having a repetitive conversation where every, like, every minute or two. Where are you from, man? Yeah, where are you from? <laughs> What's your name? I'm Ramses. Where are you from? Benicia. Fuck Benicia. <laughs> And like, like the guy, the guy was just blitzed. Right. Finally, I, I sort of, oh, he, he goes like, man, I'm gonna fight somebody. Whoa. I was like, okay, no, I don't think that's a good idea, you know. And I mean, I really hope it's not me, yeah, <laughs> like because even though I think maybe you can't see me, and you might punch the other me, which you see next to me, if you did happen to punch me, I would probably go through a wall. But. Uh, <laughs> But I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't think you should do that, man. That's, that's not a good idea. But he's like, oh, just like, oh, angry, angry. Uh, uh, finally, he sort of like wanders off into the backyard, and then I hear like from one of the guys who I sort of knew, and I'm like, man, we thought that guy was gonna kill you. I was <laughs> like, oh, I'm glad he didn't. Uh, and then they're like trying to get him to walk outside so they can lock him out. Oh, really? Like, apparently, nobody really. Oh, knew him or whatever. Knew, yeah, he just, he's just this guy that showed up. So I, I decided to leave the party. I, I wasn't really, you know, having a great time or anything like that. I decided to leave. Uh, you know, whatever. Whatever happens to Ramsey, is that, that's, that's the party's concern. It's a, not my deal. A day or two later, I see this guy who I knew at the party uh, uh, on campus at, at UCSD. And, and, uh, and I was like, hey, how you doing? He's like, good, good. Uh, hey, what happened to that that party? He's like, oh man, <laughs> that's the best part, <laughs> the, the post party breakdown. Oh shoot, do you remember that guy? I was like Ramses. He's like, yeah. He's like, apparently they they locked him out. He got really pissed, and so he you know sort of like busted up some uh, of the garden or something like that. Tries to go find his car. Uh, which is a really bad idea. Right, 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 right. But right. He, he tries to go find his car. I guess it was rather irresponsible of the party hosts to lock him out. But, I mean, I guess he's also this random guy they don't know. So, uh, anyway, he, try, he tries to find his car. He finds a car. He can't open the door, so he breaks the window, climbs in, <gasps> okay, passes out, the next morning, the owner of the car, who happens to be the neighbor of the people who had the party, come out and there's this like drunk, passed out, bloody, like, like yeah, just messy guy 
sleeping in their car. I guess I and I don't know. I guess he, he ended up getting in a little trouble for that. Uh, I would imagine. But that was that was probably the the strangest guy I ever. I I mean. No, and that, in a college party, I think that was the strangest guy I've encountered. And that's the kind of stuff you do in your 20s, right? Like, that's a perception anyway. I hope that's not what everybody... Don't do that, kids. No, you should do that. <laughs> <laughs> you should... I mean, you should go out and see all sorts of crazy, like, interesting, like, you know, have adventures, you know? I mean, you should... But I don't think I should stop. It's just the kind of thing that people say they do when they're in their 20s, you know? But it's mm. like, maybe it happens less often in your 30s. I don't know, or 40s. I mean, but it's like, why not? Don't deny yourself new experiences. That's what but, I'm saying. Uh, but be good. Of don't, course. Don't hurt people. Don't be Ramses. Be you. Yeah, yeah. Like, go out and see the things and don't necessarily encourage it. But, yeah. uh, you know, just like, hey, like, put yourself in a position where you can say yes and see that stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess, like, getting back to my point was, like, I think, like, those sort of stories are the kind of fun things you do. And you should keep doing them and keep pushing for milestones. And that might have been a milestone. I mean, not necessarily, like, you know the day or the time or whatever, but it's like, I remember when I was in my 20s, I did this thing, and it was kind of funny, and I, and that was the best party I've ever been to, you know, or like, that was the best party story I've ever had, as opposed to, and you know, like, maybe you can have a next party story in like three years, because you go to a different party, or it's like, well, I had this one party story when I was 23, and now that I'm 46, I don't go to parties anymore, and I don't like see anything interesting anymore, and it's like, well, I mean, that's just, don't let that stop you, I mean, if you don't want to, that's fine, but it's like, you know, maybe it'd be fun to go out and say, oh, yeah, this is really fun. I did this. Or I went to Beta Breakers, which is like a really fun, weird parade here. Or I went to this event or I went hiking or I did a, a mountain or I, you know, did a marathon or like just kind of like work and like school and these things. Like it doesn't keep giving milestones, it seems like, you know, unless you're I mean, and, and maybe if you want to make work that that way, then go for it. You know, like right. maybe you should write a paper about your industry, or like attend conferences, or become, or start your own business, or something like that. You know, this is this is a, an inspirational version of our podcast. I don't know. I mean, I just I'm just worried that it comes off all like uh, high and mighty. I'm like I'm. That's like, all right. Let it, if if it does, let it be. We'll learn. We'll learn someday, people. You can you can be like, oh, you're so naive. Yeah. And that's that's okay. We'll 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 learn. I mean, I guess I will learn, but I, I, it's, <laughs> it's interesting that this experience unites us all, or at least many of us. You know, we're all united by this experience of looking back and saying what what could have been or what would have been, and like, hey, how can I make it better? And it's like I think we should just like time feels like it goes faster because there aren't as many milestones. There's too much space between the milestones. If you put less space between the milestones, then it goes by at the same pace, and you're almost like, wow, like I'm. Getting stuff done. This is awesome. You're getting married next year. That's a milestone, right? That'll I mean, be big. I mean, I moved to San Francisco two years ago. That was a milestone. That's a milestone. You know, what I mean, like, it's like all sorts of things kind of lining up. You know, and like, I, when I look back, hopefully in ten years, I'll be like, oh yeah, I know when I moved to San Francisco. I know when I got engaged. I know when I got married. Like the years, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'll remember the songs, you know. And it's like one <laughs> of the. I think you know how you think back and you like you hear a song, you know exactly what year it came out. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but pretty much the month. Because you can remember what you were doing in high school. Mm. Remember, oh, I know when uh, that song by uh, Nirvana came out. I remember I was in junior high. Mm -hmm. you know, Or I remember when uh, Nirvana's like, Heart Shaped Box came out. I was a junior. I remember I was sending out a physics and like, came it just, it just came out on the radio. and It was the most awesome song ever. You know? <laughs> but now if I asked you when did a song and like, you know, when we're in our 20s, like when did um, that killer song, 
Uh, I it heard... sucked. I, I don't listen to that. All right. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, like, like, the, uh, like the, the Killers, like they came out with a song somebody told me. You know, like that was when I was like in the mid 2000s, I think. I think that was the time right around when I was feeling really annoyed. <laughs> right when I heard that song, that was, that was like, uh, I, I think it was a time when I was trying to make a point and somebody was being a real jackass. I think that's what I remember. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I feel like when you were a kid, you know, I know when MC Hammer came out. I know where, like, mm-hmm. you know, I know when, like, uh, U2 came out, like the Octung Baby album. But I don't really remember when, like, their later stuff came out because I was it was the mid mid 2000s for me when I was in my mid 20s and it wasn't a big deal for you and it wasn't a big deal for me because it wasn't a milestone you know and like if you search out music that's awesome and like or more I guess it's the other way around if music is tied to awesome events and you remember them you'll know them Mm -hmm. like when you hear that song it's like oh that reminds you of this and you can pinpoint the year you know, if you can't tell the difference between 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006 because you can't tell when a song came out then maybe there wasn't a milestone between those four years Hmm. You know, and you can't think. Oh, I remember. I remember. I was training for my marathon that year when well, I heard that. Yeah, but maybe, maybe it's not. You know, it's not a song for everybody, but something. You know, something like. You know, oh, and I'm just. I'm just saying. Like, I think for a lot of people, they might relate to a song. Okay. Because yeah. a lot of people, like, when they hear a song, it's like, oh my god, remember that? Mm-hmm. Remember when we were doing that? That's exactly the song that was on. You know, and I think even friendships are like that. Like you and I. I can't even think. Oh, I guess we're not that good friends. Because <laughs> I can't think of a song. Ouch. No, but... Uh, like, uh... What's the song? Well, it was 2005. I stopped paying it that... Okay, okay. Really? American no. Idiot. American Idiot came out. when we were, Remember we went to oh, Yosemite, yeah. right? Right. American Idiot. Like, that's a song that I, I will remember that week. You and I were in the car and we were driving, we were driving back from Yosemite, I think. Or was it 2006? It, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Like, I remember, like, that was a time and I can remember the thing that we did when we heard that song. Right on. You know, and it's like, as those things go on, I remember, like, we went to Yosemite, we did that big hike. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, yeah. that was kind of a milestone. Like, we went there, it was like an adventure. Mm-hmm. You know, and like... That was a cool trip. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, we could think back on it now and say, oh, we did that. You know, as opposed to like, oh, what did I do? Oh, I just kind of like... And this is not like a dig on people who do this, because I mean, you know, everybody has their own like choice in life. But I mean, some people just kind of let it kind of slide by, and I think mm-hmm. everybody has a tendency to do that, right? And it's almost easier to say, I'm just gonna like not do anything, you know, I'm just gonna relax or watch TV or read this magazine or do whatever it is I like to do instead of going outside of the comfort comfort zone, and like getting these new experiences. I don't know. Maybe that's inspirational. Maybe that's just annoying. Well, no, I think I think that that you know the the message of tonight's irregular search for truth is to uh, not let your life slip by. You know, find. Oh God, that sounds awful. Sounds so trite. (laughs) Hey, everybody out there in podcast land, remember, your life is yours to build. So build some milestones. (laughs) Sorry. Take a dump in the road. <laughs> all right, guys, I think that's about all we have. Write in with all your comments and concerns and questions. Irregular search for truth at gmail.com. We'll get around to responding to your emails one of these days. <laughs> no, no, we'll do it. We'll do it next okay. week. All right, all right. And uh, that's all we got. Yeah. Take care. <laughs>